Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the cantankerous Clark Hound himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Not only do we have the best acronym in the trumpet world, we have the best free trumpet information to go along with it. That's right. Whether you tune into the Open Bell podcast or just stop on by worldtrumpetfederation.com, it won't cost you a dime. No fees, no registrations, no memberships, no dues. Just lots of good information intended to make your trumpeting life better. And the next time you need trumpet help and inspiration, just think WTF and check out the World Trumpet Federation. And now available, new merchandise. That's right. The newest, brightest, pink WTF hoodies are now available for purchase. Inquire at World Trumpet Federation at gmail.com to get yours today. And by Dylan Music. Whether you shop online or have the chance to get there in person, Dylan Music is the place for great inventory, great deals, and the most knowledgeable staff in the business. Since the shop opened in 1992, Steve Dillon and his team of experts have been helping performers, students, and educators get the best gear at the best price. If you can't make it to Woodbridge, New Jersey, no worries. Just go to www.dillonmusic.com or call the shop at 732-634-3399 and speak to someone who can help you with every detail of your purchase. And if you use the promo code OPENBELL5, you can get 5% off your accessories from Dylan Music. That's 5% off just because you listen to The Open Bell. So reach out to Dylan Music, ask for Jim McCombs or Perry Sutton, and tell them the boys at The Open Bell sent you. And if they don't hang up straight away, you're going to be amazed at the service and attention you're going to get. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Elba Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up, a couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to categorize, catalog, and candy information that we believe is crucial for a collection of creative trumpet and cornet players. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Chopsaver is brought to you by, oh my gosh... Wow. What is Chopsaver brought I'm to you by? Tired by? The Chopsaver delivery I'm just guy? too tired. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah, actually, if you call Dan now, he will personally deliver any tube of Chopsaver <laughs> anywhere in the world. <laughs> Chopsaver is brought to you by Dan Gosling personally. Exactly. He's going to show up at your door. We're going to give you Dan's cell phone number right now. And then you just call Dan and say, hey, can yeah. you bring me some Chopsaver? That's and, it. And within 15 it. minutes, he will knock on your door. Yeah. Here is your Chopsaver. For a second ago, I was thinking, does. oh, that's okay. We'll just go back and redo this and i'm like nope you're not gonna let me do that no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) no chance this is the first time you folded on this this is that's good yeah wow well done i know well it's my bifocals (laughs) sure blame always blame the equipment that's what bifocals yeah it's a new mouthpiece it's the mouthpiece (laughs) it's It's that new new valve oil you're using since no one can find hetman's i I love the burp bio oil let's not get sidetracked here but and your vegan valve oil. The it vegan, is vegan valve oil. It is vegan valve oil. All right, why don't you get back to warming up? And who, who might bring us warming up? Well, each week, warming up is brought to you by Chopsaver. It's ah, the perfect all-natural lift treatment created go. by the one and only Dan Gosling. And what a story. I mean, what an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown <laughs> wow. comes out of nowhere to lead the pack at Augusta. He's on his final hole. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a, about a two iron, I think. I think. <laughs> Oh, he's got all of that. 
The crowd is standing on its feet here at Augusta. The normally reserved Augusta crowd going wild for this young Cinderella. He comes out of nowhere. He's a Cinderella boy. Tears in his eyes, I guess, as he lines up this last shot. He's got he got about 195 yards left. He's got it looks like about an eight iron. The crowd has gone deathly silent. The Cinderella story out of nowhere. Former greenskeeper and now about to come, the Masters champion. It looks like a it's it's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. And remember, Carl, I mean, Dan has provided us with a promo code for you to get 15% off your order. Promo code. Go to and use this promo code BELL for a 15% discount. Wow, you're doubling down with Bill Murray. Look at that. I love Bill Murray. The double down. Yeah. Same movie. I know. Yeah. Why not? There's some good speeches in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> monologues. Yes. Theatrical masterworks. Yes. Like, Dan's going to you know, love this. Like Varmint Kong. He's going to be so, so uh, <laughs> Varmint Kong. <laughs> it's a mix of California Sensomia and blue, Kentucky Bluegrass. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, a pool. I've got a pool. I've got a pond. Pond would be good for you. Pond would be good for you. Pond would be good for you. Might be time to rewatch. Yeah. All right, Brian. What do you got to follow that? Yeah, I got nothing. No. Um, so <laughs> he, he abstains from I got nothing. Up. I'm not going to warm up. I'm just going to start playing. Um, the uh, I have three Anthony's in my studio. This is not cornet related. I, I, although we've they talked all about play two. Cornet. I thought you know you had three. I have three. We, I, I thought we were talking them. about the same cat. I thought we were talking <laughs> about Anthony. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Anthony. Anthony is uh, OG. That's Anthony OG. Right. I have uh, Anthony J and Anthony D. And um, Anthony D is the soprano player in the brass band. Mm, and okay. he, um, yeah, he's a great player. And um, he's uh, he's doing composing. He's writing for the big band. Um, and I have him playing um, some Charlier. Sure. And um, so he's in the studio last week, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and he's like, yeah, I guess guess we'll do some. He calls it Charlie. Do some Charlie. And, um, but it's more than that. It's Charlier. It's, it's Charlier yeah, than you. Yeah. I'm yes. Charlier than you. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's he's uh, he gets it out, and I said I said, well, you know, this is um, these are our best etudes, right? I mean, these are these are clearly the best etudes written for trumpet. Um, do you know of any are that are better? And he looks at me and goes, well, I just ordered the Stoman, so I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, now we're like, getting somewhere. So now I have arrived. Now he's no. Bill's favorite Anthony, <laughs> yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I have arrived. Yeah. So I anyway, mean, he's he's waiting for it. I think Bill was traveling when he ordered it. So me and Theo. Uh, yeah, it went out. He's got it's it. Now. Here. Yeah, he should it's have here. it now. Yeah. 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 So he's very All excited. Good. So he has to play one of those. And then he'll get that to compare great. and contrast. And then we'll have to decide. Uh, now there's no French text of right. Stoman. We'll have, to do a trans- we'll have to do a translation. A well, French translation. I'm sure it's going to be translated into multiple languages. One would, one would assume. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. can make an ITG article out of the translation. If only wow. we knew somebody who wrote for ITG. And the huh. errata. Brian. I'm out. I just did my last article. What? I just did my what last article. What do you mean article. you're out? Well, what do you, yeah, why are you done? Was that only a one-year yeah. thing? No, I did it for like three years. And then they just was that a term, you, or did, or they did fire you, you? What did you do? Wait, no, did you resign just... or retire? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> which which one was it? What, and what state great. are you moving to? <laughs> <laughs> a little inside baseball, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, 
couldn't, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Um, so Jen, Jen Oliverio is going to be the, the editor. And you think she knows something yeah. about cornet playing? She knows a lot about cornet playing. You know what her <laughs> first, she knows a tremendous amount about cornet playing. Yes, she yeah. does. Her first article is going to be on Brian. Her first article is going to be like, all right, let's clear up everything Brian's done wrong in the past yeah. three years. Right. <laughs> Talk about a an errata. Of things. That's her first her first installment is going to be an errata of all your articles. That that would be useful. That exactly. that'd be good work. So the last one is Robert Venables, the um the Canadian trumpet player, cornet player. Great who, trumpet who player. Just moved to um the northeast, moved out of Toronto, moved to the northeast. He's um working for uh the United Army. States, Toronto is northeast. <laughs> yeah right. well he moved uh to the u.s northeast and he's um he's playing in the front row in the new york staff band as well oh so for him he moved south he moved with south. uh with you son... said he moved northeast but for yeah. he actually moved south yeah for him yeah uh with son brinley who studied with me for a time yeah brinley Venables. look at how small that world is small amazing world. brass playing family that family yeah and marcus venables great writer and player yeah, and Barrington Venables, the son is a tr- killer trombone player. Yeah, Barrington Venables. That's Barrington Venables. That sounds like he should a be a lawyer with a name like that's that. That's a real handle. Yeah. yeah, Marcus wrote a piece for his father um, that I heard them play at the Great American Brass Band Festival, Vince's thing, mm-hmm. when ABB was there, and I was like, "Wow, that is a great piece. I would love to play that." So I emailed them, and uh, and Marcus sent the piece, and I was like, "Oh, I can't play that." <laughs> <laughs> No way. That's yeah, no, for he, me. he writes a lot of stuff. Yeah. He writes a lot of notes. It sounded great in the, in the show. He, you know, Robert just Bob just killed it. it Bob's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. So my last article is, is his. That's nice. a great, great subject. Time. Yeah. And he just, um, I don't know whether it's public knowledge. Um, he just had a heart attack. Um, and is he okay? Bypass surgery. Oh, no. He is fine. Um, and he has started playing again. Wow. Wow. No idea. That happened like right at the due date, like just before. So. It was. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit late getting the article. I've in. heard that you're a tough interviewer. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is you nearly killed a man. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honest questions. <laughs> wow. Wow. A little harsh. Just it's a little harsh. <laughs> is that a wick three or are you a poser? <laughs> right out of the shoots. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Uh, all right, Joey. What do you have for us? Well, gentlemen. I, I think we talked about me going to Puerto Rico. I have gone. And, All right. Uh, and where's I, my coffee? You mean you mean Deirdre's coffee? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. How happy was she to get the coffee? She said it was great. It's uh, phenomenal no, coffee. Here, here, here's what we know. So I actually. Uh, you don't look m- tan. Met our good friend Nitai in person, right? Who <laughs> yeah. was an amazing host. Yeah. Uh, so the first part of that was a trumpet day at the Conservatorio de Musica de Puerto Rico, um, which was amazing. Uh, a That's lot. It's easy the, for you to say. It was not. Okay, let's get to this. So uh, they had. W- you did this in guests. Spanish, right? We're getting to this. Oh no! Uh oh! Oh no! So there were two guests. It was me and Marie Spiziali. We know Marie. Ding. We love Marie. Yes. So the very first morning, uh, I get up and get up very early because I have an eight a.m. rehearsal. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to play part the, part the final concert. The first half, I'm doing like a half recital. So I, I meet with the pianist, who's excellent. He used to play trumpet, and we run through our stuff, get everything done. So about 8.45, I come back, and the opening remarks are at 9, and Marie is going to do her first master class at 9.30. And so I see Marie, you know, great to see her. She's lovely. And uh, Nitai says, well, as long as you're here, you want to do a warm-up class? I'm like, sure. So I walk out, and from 9 to 9.30, do like, everybody get your horns out, let's go. 
So we get playing. And it wasn't just students. There were a lot of uh, local teachers there. It was a great turnout, a lot of great people. Everybody was lovely. Fabulous. But this gets me to Marie. I'm a little mad at Marie. <laughs> uh oh. So I finished my little warm up class. Marie's like, oh, nice. I didn't know you were doing that. I said, I didn't either. So she walks <laughs> out, takes the microphone. And starts speaking in Spanish. Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I grew up in Texas, and I went to school in Miami, and I can basically do numbers and food. Like, I am not functional in Spanish in any real way. So there's Marie, starts speaking in Spanish. I'm like, I will kill her. <laughs> so And she was awesome. Uh, so she was great. And then uh, it was lunch, and I did a big class, and then we did some rehearsals with some trumpet ensembles. And then we did a big uh, final concert, which was uh, really a lot of fun. The next day I worked with the jazz band, and we did some stuff. And they were like, hey, you're going to perform with us. Let's do some things. So I did a couple charts with them. Uh, and then worked with the trumpet studio again some more. Um, it was really an amazing time. It was just just absolutely great. But Nitai was an amazing host. Great to, that we're friends in real life now. Uh, mm -hmm. Met some of the local professionals and teachers from around that area. Hope to be trip. back. We got to get back to Puerto Rico. And what I need in Bloomington now is a Mofungo restaurant. This is what I need. <laughs> I'd never experienced Mofungo, and I've had a couple different. I think I sent you boys pictures. Yes, yes the you first, did. The, the classic sort of pork, and then the next day, uh, the the horn teacher there, Joshua, took me around to Old San Juan for a nice lunch. It was great. The seafood thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! And a garlic butter, and like I need this <laughs> all yeah. the time. I need on a regular need, basis. So. Anybody who's an expert in Mofungo, please move to Bloomington, Indiana, and open a restaurant, and I'll make sure that you have we'll back lots of people there. Yeah. Seafood's not so. particularly great in Bloomington, is it? Uh, well, it could be, I guess. Right? <laughs> I, <laughs> but I'm Mofungo can also seafood. be pork, and there are a yeah. lot. There's a lot of pigs, right. <laughs> like pig farming, yeah. and, and nearby. So maybe not the seafood part, but we could definitely do the pork part. <laughs> no, so. Bloomington is too far inland to have seafood. Yeah. So, but uh, no, but. Uh, it was a, a great time, uh, a great trip, and, and Nitai was a great host. So terrific time in Puerto Rico. That's uh, just wanted to report back as it was really a, a lot of fun to get down. Somebody there. posted uh, something, you, you playing something. Yeah, you are playing some right. stuff. Uh, uh, begin the Begin, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know I was doing that. Um, uh, <laughs> so there, was, I, not, I guess it was the idea of uh, I thought it was clinicking the band, and the, and the jazz band director was like, well, as long as you're here, here, let's play this. And so we, we played played three different things in the video. Yeah, that went up. That was uh, the horn teacher. Joshua took that in the back of the room. He's like, hey, I'm going to put this up. Nice. I'm like, okay, knock yourself out. So, but yeah. the band, could, band was, did a great job. And we did that on one rehearsal. We did three charts. It was really a lot. Of, it was great. Yeah. That's fine. Did uh, Nitai show you his new baton that I helped him get? Yes, he showed me. I think I sent you a picture. Pretty, pretty excited baton. about it, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. He's got the little, the little, the bag on the baton. He does. The That's unfortunate. Set, but the yeah, the bag and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, terrible. He's, he's very fancy. Yeah. But uh, honest listener, I got we got I got in Nitai's car. He turned it on. Oh and yeah. What was there? Open the bell because he has a little bit of a commute to come in uh, to teach. And he's like, yeah. oh, listen, right. I listen to you guys on the way in. So yeah, he messages yeah. usually once a week about yeah, yeah. something. You know. Yeah. He's, but he's, he's doing a great in. job there uh, at the conservatory. Really good kids, and they can play. So yeah. All right, Bill, what do you got for us this morning? Well, you know, I talked about going to Asheville, North Carolina to play with the symphony, and, yeah. and, I, and I did that, and it was amazing. I don't know if you guys, have you guys been, we talked about this, you've not been to Asheville, right? Not in a while. I've been I mean, Asheville. I've been there, like, on the road, never spent any real time through there. Yeah, like, phenomenal orchestra. The orchestra really is great. Wonderful people. Uh, the town itself, 
I don't know how long you would need to be there to experience all of the restaurants and breweries and everything that's there. It's we should like, find out though. We should make an attempt, <laughs> scientific attempt. We should definitely do that. Uh, and this orchestra you guys play concert. We did uh, Finlandia. Oh yeah, uh, Greek piano concerto mm-hmm. and Chike Four. Oh, nice. that's a great program. Now we're great program. Now we're getting uh, conductor was awesome. His name is Darko. <laughs> yes, Dar- Darko Buterak. Not Darko Milicic, one of the big no. busts of the NBA drafts. So no, we'll get back. What to a great that. name for a conductor! It's a though. great conductor name, Darko. Darko, but a uh, packed house. Oh, really? Good oh for my them? gosh! Yeah, they they do it right there. The symphony board is incredible, um, and they have this thing too called uh, ASO Alt, where they're they're doing chamber music uh, and and some really creative things with chamber music in breweries and in local establishments. Yes. Okay. Joey's like, I'm in. This is a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. Why aren't we doing this more often? They're killing it there. Yeah. Hmm. So really forward thinking. It was super exciting time. Very anyway, nice. all is well in Asheville, and I'm going back in May to play West Side Story and some other things. And so Ooh, West Side exciting. Story. Now we're getting now we're getting somewhere. Nice. Easy little drive. Make Mark play lead on that. I think I'm playing third on that. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. Underwood's going to be there. Dr. Underwood's in the section. He is. And you don't? Nope. (laughs) That's right. For what? Nope. It's Chris's thing. Chris, what do you think about this? Nope. (laughs) Awesome. He tends to be very negative. (laughs) (laughs) Except when he's playing cornet, and then he's super positive. (laughs) Right. Oh, here we go. That happens. See, it always comes back to cornet with you. Makes people happy. It does. Anyway, all is well in Asheville, and uh, yeah, we should, I wish we could do a Trombomundi thing there. We need a program with orchestra, because that would be an orchestra to play with. Well, oh, we right. could do that. Yeah, I'm going to get on that. that. Once we finish this Christmas record. Absolutely all over it. I yeah. say we put together an orchestra program. Are you guys convinced this is going to happen? Of course it's Christmas. Happen. It's oh, done. Okay. It's in the book. All right. We're going to Nashville. Yeah, we have no charts, and so it's great. It's going to be no perfect. Charts we have charts. Loose dates. No, the dates are firm. Dates are firm. First week August. Dates are done because we are in a very famous theater to record this. <laughs> Those dates are booked. It's going to happen. Yep. Totally going to happen. More on that later. All right, boys, it's game time. Uh-oh. Uh, it's oh, kind no, of a new really? game. I had to say, this came, the idea for this a came new... from a listener. Okay. It's yeah, I know. New game means new bumper. And by the way, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't announced the game yet. It hasn't, you haven't heard huh? it yet. I know, but there's by no the time title this, yet. By the time it comes out, like we've already heard the bumper. No, we haven't, because you haven't told us the name of the game yet. Oh, right. As soon as I say the name of the game, then you play the bumper. That's correct. That's okay. because that's the title, then and bumper, then this we're whole the that's how it works. This post production has got my the, head spinning the around. The post is awesome in this. Yeah. Series. All right, boys. It's time for you bet your mascot. Wow. wow, Joey, that was awesome. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I, well I done. Some, I spent some serious time on that. Whatever that's going to be. All right, here's the way this works. So listener writes in and says, uh, so here's the deal. Uh, Joey seems to know all these mascots from around the country. He does. Well, he should do I, a game where he I has know to a name fair amount of them. mascots. Yeah. And then I thought, let's take this, you know, let's open bell this. Next level. Next level, as it were. So what I'm going to do, and then you both have a list, 
I'm going to give you the mascot, and then you're going to tell me the trumpet teacher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we're skipping. Oh, See what wow. I mean? possibly go wrong. Oh, anybody can name mascots, but you got to take an extra step now. Okay, this is going to be hard. <laughs> so mascot. We are going to fold on you this. you got to think of the school, and then and you got to name the trumpet teacher, and then like all dang. The all the other games. Yeah, this bowl. is not going to go well. <laughs> I think I've killed this. Yeah, you, right. you, yeah, you, you murdered us. it. Joey, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, hold on. i got to set the timer. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say. I thought we were going to have like a well, list. Or it is going to make you bet. card with You this? bet your mascot. Are, are so points? I should make you guys bet. And then. But that see, looks- Joey's probably going to win this. Yeah, why would that be different then than Joe, the other Then week? Brian would have to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian can go first. That's and fine. Brian has, to play, help. Brian has to play double C. Yeah, I like that <laughs> <All right>. idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready, Joey? Are you ready? I'm ready. Number first. Jayhawks. <laughs> Steve Leitring. Hey, there you yeah. go. Yeah. That was easy. Kansas. Yep. That was easy. I'm easing you yep. guys into it. Yeah. Okay. This is like when, you know, Saturday basketball or, or, or Saturday college football is on, right? Yeah. <laughs> what the text thread is always like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people know that. <laughs> they don't <But> do that. <laughs> we, we should let people in on this little secret that when, we were, when we're talking about schools playing each other, we refer to the trumpet teachers battling it out. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, yeah, when Rowan plays Messiah. That's right. That, yeah, is, right. that is Appleby Weinberg uh, right up against Dr. Stoneman right there. <laughs> All right. Well done, Joey. First one. All right. Brian, are you ready? Yes. Bearcats. Um, that's. Uh, I knew he was going to fold no, on this. It's, no, no. It's Cincinnati. And it's um, it's the guy who just got the job from the Marine Band. I don't. Yeah, can I, I, don't can I steal? Can I so, steal? You can steal. Go ahead. Well, seriously? All right. I'm yeah. going in. That's that's Dr. Michael Morgan. Of oh, course. Morgan, but so. you could have said Scott Belk. No, he doesn't teach trumpet. He's jazz. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> do some schools separate that? Most schools separate. That. Doesn't make sense to me. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, button, it's Mike. Sorry, Mike. Button pushing one hundred and one. Come on, man. All right, Joey. I made this one a little tougher because I oh, no. I not only went with the mascot, but I it, some of these mascots have names. Oh no. Uh oh. So, but this is next level. But this should be easy for you. Ready? Swoop. <gasps> Swoop. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Is Swoop the name of the mascot? Yes. Yeah. I don't know the name. I don't know the name. I don't know what mascot that's the name of. That's so I don't know what school that is. You really don't? I really don't. Brian. Swoop. Do you know what name of that mascot is, Brian? I'm, I, it's a is it a bird? It's like an eagle or something. Am I wrong? Uh, you're on the right track. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Well, yeah. How so about I, I don't know what. I, how about now? Do we U, get? How about the U? Miami. The U, that's that's Miami. Miami, but that's the they're the Hurricanes, and that's the Ibis. Is the Ibis named Swoop? Yes. I went there. I didn't know that. I thought you would know that because you went there. I just heard him called the Ibis. But the Swoop. problem is, the answer to that is 
the no teacher cares. formerly known as Craig Morris. <laughs> yes, yes. As we should we should offer yes. congratulations here. Wow. Craig Morris has just accepted the job as the trumpet teacher of the Eastman School of Music. That's right. And we should offer our congratulations at somebody who's choosing snow. to mm-hmm. leave Miami for Rochester, New York. Oh, yes. Craig, happening. we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> One Texan to another. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, right now that's, uh, I mean, it's Craig Morris through the end of this year. Do I get partial credit for that? Yeah, absolutely. Craig okay. was going to be the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brian, you ready? All right. Yes, of course. Blue Hens. That's uh, Dr. Chris Underwood. Yep. There you go. And nope. No, you're right. <laughs> and, nope. Nope. Yeah, you're right. Good now, would you. you have given credit for Dr. Uh, Claude, not Dr. Mr. Uh, Dean? Mark Claude Felder? Claude yeah. Felder? As, uh, he's still director, yeah. that way. Director. Director. Yeah. I would have yeah. given partial credit. Sure, yeah. they're both there. Mark's still teaching trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just yeah. checking in. Yeah. All right, Joe, you ready? Maybe. This could go a lot of that ways, but there's one, only... That last one was hard. No, I know. That was a tough one. I did this not one... know the Ibis had a name. The Ibis. Swoop the Ibis. Swoop. All right. What a dumb name for an Ibis. Cowboys. Uh, that would be Joe Cooper, Dr. Yes. Joe Cooper. Wow. You got it. State. Well done. Okay. Oklahoma State University. Yeah. There's an IU. That's an IU grad right there. Mm-hmm. And I before Brian. that, he was actually, ooh, do I get to go this in? Can I, yeah, can I go, go for it? Yeah. Before this, he was a road runner as he was teaching trumpet at the University of Texas at San Antonio. Wow. They're the oh. Roadrunners. Road UTS, you would know UTSA. That. Yeah, of course you would know that. Well, yeah. I grew up there. That's cheating. But yeah, that I, I do like Roadrunners, a mascot. Right. I have some easy ones for you guys next. Okay. All right. You ready, Brian? I, no. But go ahead. The Knowles. That's Florida State. That's Dr. Chris uh, Moore. There you go. There you go. That's correct. Good. All right. All right. Yeah. Well done. Well that's done. pretty good. Yeah. See, Brian? Not, but you're not you're hanging, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, really, Brian... Oh no! You missed the first one. We're tied. I missed the first one. No, no, <sighs> I'm at four. I've doubled him. I stole one. Oh, because you stole one. <laughs> I love that you're keeping score. Always, Joey always keeps doing scoring. the math and judging. Yes, He's doing the math. All right, Golden Rams. Golden Rams. Oh well, that would be either uh, Rob Sconson or our own J.C. Dobshalevsky. There you go. Right. Yep. Do I get two for that? Uh, no. Because here's the thing. I mean, JC's at most half a point. <laughs> here's the thing. I I, I got to find that T-shirt. As I just had a discussion recently, as that's the best school. Like that's Dub C, you know, Dub West C Chester, University. That's Dub C U. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. There we go. There you go. And <laughs> now you're a proud parent. You're I gold, am. You're a Golden I Ram parent. Golden Ram yes. parent. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Elliot is there, doing his thing. Okay. Ready, Brian? No. Falcons. <laughs> the Falcons? I, I like, no. The Falcons. Is that um, uh, Joe Nibley? Nope. I don't know what the, the name is. <laughs> nope. Can, here. Can, I, can I see Joey's wants so badly to steal. Are. I'm going to leave Brian on the hook for just another minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Who are the Falcons? The Falcons. No I, idea. No idea, really? No. You don't know I'm, who the Falcons trumpet teacher is? Can I, can teacher I, really can I steal? Yes. Yeah, Joey, please. Uh, Dr. William Stoneman? Yes. Come on, Brian. Those <laughs> are the Falcons? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. No. 
What else would we be? And Hugh Joey. Yeah. Hugh Joey Catholic joke now. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they have to have that. They used to be the Messiah College Falcons. (laughs) They're now the Messiah University Falcons. Yes. The Falcons. It's It's a very holy bird. (laughs) <laughs> he was a very holy man. Exactly. That's a dove. It's not a look. It, it, doves are not intimidating at all. <laughs> Nobody's a fighting dove. Yeah, <laughs> the fighting doves. You see New Jersey doves. Wow, the Falcons. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, I had no uh, idea you guys were the Falcons. Yeah. Look at you known each other. <laughs> I've a been out there. So I was just there. We're just here. I was there on Sunday. Just judge the competition here. <laughs> just on the campus for hours. Oh, like I'm oh throwing these God. underhand to you. So bad. I'm giving Joey wand. like n- nicknames of mascots. <laughs> that is so oh. good. It's really that good. Is so good. All right, so Joey. You got. Bad. There's two left for each of you. You ready? No. Um, no. All right, Joey, stop. you're up. The miners. Miners? Uh, isn't that. Hold on. Is that Nancy Taylor? You actually. Yes. Know. That's you, Oh, my word. You yeah. test. Come yes. on. It's hard tell from downtown. From deep. <laughs> Come downtown. on, really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, miners. All right, ready, Brian? <laughs> Absolutely not. Bucky the Badger. Oh, that's Wisconsin. That's um. Come oh, on! <laughs> I'd like to steal. <laughs> who's who's no, at Wisconsin? I, this is going exactly the way I thought it would. Yeah. I, so he does just, know the mascot. He doesn't know the trumpet teacher. I don't I know like the trumpet teacher. Uh, Joey, yeah. you could steal. I have no idea. I should know. Who you is should. it? That's Jean Lorenz. No, she's at. No, she's, she's at, a Wisconsin. She's a Wisconsin. Oh, I thought she was at Minnesota. Of course no, she did. Marissa Benedicts at Minnesota. Oh, yeah. that's right. You know, Marissa that you judged with a couple we, years ago. We worked, yeah. we worked with Marissa. Yeah. She, Marissa's awesome. Yeah, Jean's awesome as well. Jean, Jean is. Yeah, yeah Brian, what are you trying to say? Like, Mar- oh, oh, Marissa's awesome. Are you saying Jean? You're saying the Jean's not awesome? Jean's not awesome. Jean is also awesome. Okay. Just to I be clear. I, I met Jean last year at ITG. Uh, she was pregnant at the time. We should check in. Uh, I think that's probably progressed since then. And I was giving her, which I her always do. Her baby is beautiful. Terrible. And, no. I've been, and I've she been giving, still sounds great. I gave her terrible baby names, and she she said <laughs> she and her partner really did appreciate them. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, Joey, this is your last one. Uh-oh. Skyhawks. Well, that's Dr. Joe Nibley. That's yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. We have a picture of us easy. in front of the cycling team trailer. Yeah. Yes, we do. Fort yeah. Lewis Skyhawks. Absolutely. I might be wearing that T-shirt right now. Oh. Maybe. Are you? Oh, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Brian, right, are you last ready? One. No. Last one. Brutus. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> is, is that that's the Ohio State guy? It is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember that guy's and name. Joey, <gasps> Joey for the steal. I thought you were just going to be mad that it was Tim Lesher. Tim right. Leisure. Yeah. 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 I but, thought you were mad you gave him Ohio State being a mission. I know. Boy. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I did it. That's wow. Not so bad. Yeah, that was really underwhelming. Too. You guys. What are you talking about? I did well on this Joey's game. nails on that. Well, yeah. The only reason you did well is because you stole his stuff. <laughs> but I answered mine as well. But that's easy. Yeah, most of yours. You didn't know who Swoop was, and you went to school there. That's the name of the mascot. Is that right? I'm looking that up. Just look it up. That's what comes up. So who it's amazing. Do you know how many of those things there are? I like. I used to think that you knew a lot. I don't think there's so many. 
Oh, yeah. I, people have said, oh, do you know all of them? No, of course I don't know all of them. Yeah. I know a lot. would be amazing. But you do know a lot of them. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. Hold on. I've gone into the records here. This is not Swoop. The Ibis name is Sebastian. That's right. No. Yes. <laughs> I just looked it up again. The mascot of the University of Miami is an American white Ibis named Sebastian. Sebastian so won, the Ibis. You win the game 27 MCM to Miami, a mascot point. plush toy. That's not the name. Sebastian's the name of the Ibis. No. Yes. <laughs> Sebastian. Send, Sebastian send me the link. The Ibis. Send me the link. How many do you want? Sebastian the Ibis. Yeah, that's from... Um, it's great. It's a Disney thing, too, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> it, I mean, now you're already I heard, beat. Now, that, now that I heard that, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's right. It is Sebastian. And you it send is Sebastian. It too. Well, it's too bad you didn't remember that earlier. Oh, yeah, but you gave me swoop, so you gave me a bad clue. Sebastian the Ibis has his own Wikipedia. I'm going to send it to you as well. <laughs> Terrible. Yes. So I, I now protest the entire game. <laughs> he keeps sending me links that keep popping up on my screen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You asked. Oh, yeah, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my apologies to the University of Miami. On behalf of the alum uh, of, of UM. Yeah. We're not accepting it. Who embarrassingly <laughs> didn't know the name of the mascot. I did! It's not Swoop! <laughs> what have you known then, if you'd really known, you had to look it up? I don't. If you had said Sebastian, I might have been able to pull that out. I don't think so. <laughs> no shot, Sebastian. Sebastian the Ibis. All right, could we do a couple things funny. now? Okay. Yeah, please. All right, good. Look, we often hear things like, that person has a lot of passion. People need to pursue their passion. They are so passionate about their music. So don't get us wrong. Passion for something is great, but it's not enough. Boys, what do we think? It's not nearly enough. It's not even close. <laughs> if we could, I want to back up one step. Because you're yeah. right, we hear this an awful lot. Back to the I, Ibis. I used to hear, yes, back to Sebastian, my best friend. <laughs> I'll be sending you all kinds of plush toys of Sebastian now. Uh, I heard a lot growing up from musicians and heard even as a, as, a, as a professional, other people say things like this. If you can think of any other thing that you're passionate about, anything other than music, you should do that and oh. not do music at all. I've oh. heard this a lot. And That's I thought true. to myself, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> like, I mean, there are other things I like and other things that maybe I could have chosen to do. Mm -hmm. I just like playing trumpet, and I thought, well, I'd like to do this, so I'd go do that. I always find that to be terrible advice, the idea of follow your passion. Mm -hmm. Really? No. I mean, yeah, I, you should, uh, ideally, I, I, I hope people would be able to uh, have a profession that they enjoy and enjoy that work along. But, boy, that's not what this is all about. Right. Right. If you're not if you're not willing, able, and aware of the work necessary to get what needs to be done done, your passion is only going to get you frustrated. For sure. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, passion is a great thing to get you started and get you into it, but you have to think through what it's going to take to to do this on a daily basis when it becomes work. I think sometimes for students, especially those 
I had an undergrad thing. This is the one thing that they like. So they go to do it. Right. But they haven't thought through what, what does that mean when it's the only thing you're doing or it is your job, you know, every day. Ah, the ten fourteen, right on time. Right on time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it passion wanes, right? It goes up and down um, with the tedium of what's required. It and, certainly can, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're not ready for that, and it kind of sell, like, what do they say? Um, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. And yeah. unless you're no, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I do what I love, and I'm working my yeah, tail off. Yeah. Working his butt off. Yeah. Well, he's doing it wrong, obviously. Joey's like an ibis flying upstream. Yeah, but it's there not... are... Okay, I mean, hold on. Salmon swim upstream. The ibis, the reason the ibis is the, the university mascot, because it's a hurricane, is the, the ibis are, are usually the last birds out before the hurricane. They're the ones that stay the longest. Oh, is that when the news when they talk about the ibis of the hurricane? Now I'm going to have to drive to Pennsylvania and <laughs> beat the crap out of you. Is that what they mean? <laughs> wow. Isn't that the center of it? <laughs> going to beat you with an ibis plush toy. <laughs> I'm so mad at you for swoop. All I can think of Cheryl swoop and basketball, like you know, Cheryl swoops. Oh, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Right. So you're right, though, but passion can often wane. And the things that you might be... Uh, most passionate about as a 16, 18, 22, 35 year old might be very, very different. So if you're basing your entire life work on something you happen to be passionate about in that moment, that could be an enormous mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And super frustrating. Like there's a million small little things that you have to do in pursuit of whatever it is. And if, if you're just fueled by passion be like, well, this is beneath me, or I shouldn't have to do this, or this shouldn't be part of my job or you can get super frustrated with with having to do these little things that are required. Especially when we get to when we're talking about music and we're talking about trumpet playing. Right. Yeah. If you want to be, you know, a world class trumpet player, if you want to be a professional trumpet player, there's a an amount of fundamental practice that has to happen to get you there. Your idea of like, well, I know what I want to sound like and I love it so much will not do this. And, you know, we've uh, just been through auditions here. I know we've all been through auditions this year. And every year I see young students that really enjoy band and think, well, I could go do this. Mm -hmm. Now, have they really started taking lessons? Have they really started practicing their instrument? Have they really started learning about music? No. They just love the idea of music and they have that passion there. But by the time we're getting ready to start college, they have a lot more work to do to even be able to begin that right regardless yeah. of the amount of passion they have especially when they find out that band isn't a major right <laughs> right yeah just be a band major right but yeah what you're saying is that you know all of the, all of the stuff that goes into it right now you've got to take theory and sight singing and ear training and now you've got to right take care of the rest of being a comprehensive musician which sometimes puts you in places that you don't enjoy as much as just playing the horn mm-hmm yeah, and and just playing and just playing the horn part takes an awful lot of work as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I I know uh, we've argued about this, uh, we've talked about this, and argued about this with friends. You know, the idea of you know what it's very easy to look at people who have succeeded, and at some level, all of those people get called naturals. Oh well, you're just <laughs> yes. a natural, right? Mm-hmm. 
You know, mm-hmm. I know uh, nothing's made Scott Belk more angry than when Brian said, like, yeah. well, you know, guys who just know how to play high notes. <laughs> it's just easy for you. He, he just lost easy it. For it you. was great. You know, but, uh, you know, anybody that you anybody that you can look at as a success story now, the first day they picked up a trumpet sounded like somebody who just picked up a trumpet for the first right. time. Nobody mm-hmm. starts at a professional level. Nobody even starts at good. They start at, huh, all right, well, you can make a sound. Let's see if we can do something with that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and you spend some real time and real effort and real energy at, hey, you know, I'm, I, I sound pretty good in my band. Even that, that's not that's not what we're talking about here. You can mm-hmm. love that unless you're doing the real work on the outside and the real work alone in a practice room. You're not going to you're not going to get anywhere. That's right. just how that goes. Well, and I don't want it to sound like we're trying to talk anyone out of this. Oh, I'm trying to talk people into it. Yeah, but we're we're also saying (laughs) come into it with your eyes open because just thinking it's cool and that you're just going to spend your days doing that, you know. Right. Yeah, if you're you're going out, if you're in middle school and high school going, I really like band and this is cool, and you think, well, maybe I'll just go do that. And I know that some people think that that's the way it goes. Boy, you're in for a big awakening at how much more work is going to be required of you. Right, because that that level of passion will will drive you to a certain point isn't going to be enough to sustain you. And there will be things along the way that test that. For example, uh, I don't know, Mary Poppins. So <laughs> the second half of Mary Poppins, which now, I'm playing now we're right now. we're not talking about the, the lovely movie. No, we're talking no. about playing the show. We're talking about playing the trumpet show, which right. uh, someone in this room might actually be doing right now. Yeah. I am. Yeah. And you can, I could tell you, you could feel your passion leave your body halfway through the second act. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just goes away. Just evaporates. <laughs> you turn the page, you go, oh, okay. only 14 more tunes. Yeah. <laughs> well, now and, I'm joking. And, As no, I, but I'm, how, I'm, and how many times are you playing this show in one week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in there every night. So, but like eight times in a week. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the idea of doing the exact same thing over and over and over again takes a, a, a whole level of commitment. Right. You know, and knowing what these things are. When I, I will tell you, when I joined the Army, when I joined the Jazz Ambassadors, the one question I asked in that room, you know, I did my normal audition thing and they offered me the job and I was there with the, uh, the conductor and... Uh, Ding. No offense to you two personally. The NCOIC was a non-commissioned officer in charge who was the senior member of the band who was the drummer at the time and the trumpet section leader. The oh. three of those people were there, and they, and they said, here are my questions. Listen, I'm not very Army, you know, mm. <laughs> so uh, I need to know how army, is, how army is this band. How they army didn't do know I need me, to be? and I didn't know them. And they said, oh, no, it's just like being on a road band. No, I'd been on road band. So I kind of knew what that was like. I'm like, okay, I understand I have to wear the uniform. I understand I've got to shave and cut my hair. I get that, but like military part. And I don't think they really saw it from my perspective. So they just described like from a military perspective, it's pretty loose and more like a road band. But from a road band perspective, (laughs) which I was coming from, it really wasn't. It was the military. but (laughs) But I tell you this because when we were hiring new people, uh, like we hired uh, Kevin Watt, who came in and stayed for an entire career, great jazz player, and became mm. you know the trumpet section leader after I left. Um, I took him out to lunch and said, I want to tell you all of these things because I want you to take the job. Here are the things that I don't think they see. Here are the mm. parts of the job you don't know about. You're going to need to do this. 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 And he's like, oh, that's good to know. 
And yeah. one of my friends from undergrad came to audition for the lead alto chair, and they hired him, and he stayed four years, and you know, he did a hitch. And I was like, I want to take you on the lunch. Here's what they're not telling you. Because yeah. the, the, the blind of, hey, this is going to be great, the passion of what you want for that job, when you get hit with the reality of here's what it actually is, can really knock you for a loop. Mm. Right? So you yeah. want to have that. I'm not trying to talk people out of going into music or out of being in trouble. I'm trying to talk people into doing it, but I want you to know how much that actually takes. Just the idea of, well, I love trumpet, so I'll go do it. That's not enough. And once you find out it's not enough and how you find that out, that could drive you right out of it. And I think does a lot of people when they're like, well, wait, I have to do this and this and this and this and this. Yes. Well, I don't want to do that. Mm. And if that's your junior year in college, I'd rather you find that out before you start. Yeah. yeah same thing's true of, of a junior high school band director or a high school band director, right? Mm -hmm. They find out the realities of what they're dealing with the parent organizations, the late nights, the, the weekends, the nonstop summer commitments. Yeah, it can be an eye-opening experience. And if you're relying on the, I like to teach passion, or, or you're in band and going, I like right. this, and my band director is great. I'll be a band director without yeah. knowing how much work your band director is doing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go in with your eyes open, it's like, okay, I love this, and I know this is what's involved. Now right. we're getting somewhere. Well, and then take that to where we are, right? We have students who, yeah, I'm going to finish this degree. I'm going to get the master's, get the doctorate. I want your job when I'm done. Right. Right. Which is right. great. And, and come on. I mean, we make these jobs look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> these jobs are great. These, There's no question. These are great jobs. These are great these jobs. Are great jobs. However, there's a lot that goes along with it. Sure. Yes. A lot of administrative stuff, a lot of committee stuff, a lot of behind the scenes work, you know. And, and we're we're in places that aren't normally what people would look at as for lack of a better term, first mm -hmm. jobs. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we're in jobs that are really good. There are other college positions that are a lot different in their setup and a lot different in their level. I mean, I've had this one I discussed. Yeah. We teach pedagogy here to, to our doctoral students when what that normally is, is we'll come like I have a euphonium player uh, doing trumpet pedagogy with me. And he says, well, a lot of what the other faculty like to do is have you observe lessons. And I said, I don't think that's going to do you a lot of good. And actually, <laughs> Dr. Jason Solomon, I talked about this when he was a doctoral student mm -hmm. yeah. and he called me after his first job because I said, I said to all of them, very likely, you know, you're doing really, really well. You're going to go out and you're going to get yourself a good college job. And in that first job, you might be at a place where the level of play is not very high. So you're really going to be working on fundamentals and that, and, and really trying to get people in and teach them how to play their instrument in a really nuts and bolts and concrete kind of way. Right. So if you're observing me teach lessons here, where we have a lot of really high-functioning students, that pedagogy is not the pedagogy you need yep, where you're going to go be teaching first. So you right. need to have that eyes wide open because if you're looking at right. what we're doing now and go, mm -hmm. hey, that's a pretty good job. That is a pretty good job. Sure. <laughs> but I've also, and you maybe have this experience too, I've been sitting in the middle of some big administrative meeting, right? I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I am in this room right now with all this responsibility dealing with all this stuff because my parents bought me a $60 Olds Ambassador trumpet. <laughs> wow. Right? Like, I just took my dad's out of the closet. I yeah. my, my dad's wow. old Selmer Paris out of the closet. But, you know, <laughs> it, it leads you, and, and whether you're talking about your undergraduate degree or the job itself or your teaching career, 
it your passion for this thing leads you to a bunch of places that you never thought you would be sure, sure. <laughs> and and you have to have the wherewithal to deal with that and know that you know uh your love for this thing puts you in this position to have to have all these other responsibilities important thing yes. to keep in mind a lot of other responsibilities but to get to that place even to mm -hmm. get to where you are mm -hmm. the passion is is i mean is a start passion yeah. is not going to get you a job passion is not going to make you good right right yeah i think about that that aspect of it too where just because you love to do it um you know when you're in high school or so okay that's really great right that's enough that you enjoy it and it sounds pretty good that will never be enough as you as you try to work your way through it you know right just because you enjoy it isn't enough for an audience anymore it's not enough to pass your jury it's not enough to get into grad school yeah your enjoyment does not equal you know your passion for that does not equal a, the level of quality maybe that it needs to be no what i want you to think uh, those listening if you have a passion for something it's time to then invest in the work mm. that's the next step like i like this ah well maybe i could get good at this yeah and do you like it enough to spend all those hours doing it right you know, do you like it enough for it to be become your thing to do yeah and if not you don't have to yeah you can find something else to do right <laughs> we're okay with you finding something else to do making a lot of money and then giving that money to us and then supporting the arts as in supporting, right. the arts. supporting live music exactly yeah. Yeah, after we opened the building here, uh, one of the advancement folks got a hold of me and said, hey, can you make sure the concert hall is open on this particular morning and make sure that the grand piano is on the center of the stage and the lights are on? I said, absolutely. I will be happy to do that, right? Didn't even ask why, because sure. I knew. I you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I make sure I'm there, everything is on, and of course, in comes this wonderful gentleman who just wants to sit on the stage to play the piano. Mm -hmm. And... He could do that because he supported this endeavor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, to to a great extent, and that's okay. And and it was interesting because this advancement friend of mine who works in that office shared with me. You know, um, it's hard for musicians to give back to music because we don't ultimately make enough money to do that yeah, right. to really support it. But you know what he's saying is that people tend to put money where their passion is. So this gentleman went through here and he sang in all the choirs and he did all those things, but he was a business major and then he started his own business and that business took off. And now right. sometimes he just takes his private plane to New York to take lessons with opera people. Yeah. And then he comes back <laughs> to central Pennsylvania and helps pay for things like this building, you know, and that's okay. You right. Know? Because your passion does not have to be your career. Right. Right. If you're if you really are invested in a career and doing something and your passion is still music, that's fine. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be the same thing for musicians. Most I think probably most of the time it is because mm -hmm. it's it's so intertwined and then gets so confusing for us. Well, yeah. And it's such yes. a personal it's such a personal thing, too. Right. So like this gentleman, that's where he really that's like where his heart was like he he didn't want to give although he has given a lot of money to the university but he has given money to the business area but he would really he gets excited about giving money to the arts oh. and the music so know? one of my one of my best friends in high school is a guy named steve fresco h-r-e-s-k-o um and we were talking about senior year what do we want to do like where we're we going to college what are we going to do right and i'm like what do you mean i want to go play trumpet <laughs> duh this is what he says yeah but where so i don't care Anywhere, you know, if I can go play trumpet and I can go do that, I'm going to be happy. I'm like, why? What do you want to do? He says, well, 
I'd like to I'd like to have a family. I think I'd like to probably stay in Texas and I'd like to have a job somewhere that allows me to like, you know, golf and spend time with my kids. I'm like, but what's the job gonna be? He goes, I don't know, I'll figure something out. But yeah, so for really him right. for him, yep. like we we're complete opposites in our senior year of high school. And I, right. I was looking at him confused and he was looking at me confused. Right. It's like, <laughs> right. what do you mean? How are you gonna live and where are you gonna live and what are you gonna do? And I said, Oh, I don't care about any of that if I get to go play trumpet. And that's all he cared about. He didn't care about what he was doing. Right. So he was a, a good high school golfer, and he got a little scholarship to go to school. And this is the 80s, and so he majored in uh, computer science, which was fairly new major at the time. But, oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Graduated, got a job for Shell Oil, moved out to Houston, met a nice girl. Had, they have a couple kids, lovely family. Goes golfing. He's living, like, the, he's he, living he, his dream. He, he did. Exactly we, we thought about it, and our priorities were completely different in what our passions were. His passion was more for the life he wanted to lead, and my mm -hmm. passion was for the career I wanted to have. And yeah. we both got exactly what we wanted and we're happy. Yeah. So uh, they don't have to match up. There's no right answer here. Yeah. But the, uh, the idea of, okay, you got to do the work to then fulfill that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which he was willing to do, right? That was right. the means to the end that he wanted, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you were also willing to do the same thing. Right. But those, the, the work we were doing was vastly different to support vastly different goals because our passion was leading us in vastly different directions. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, we just did our, we just did our, uh, episode on burnout and talking about that. And I, this can be one of those things that kind of leads to that. Like you kind of, you go into this misinformed or thinking that you're informed enough or that you know enough about it or, or that your passion will be enough. And ultimately you run out of gas. Right. And that's where that happens. Absolutely. And that's probably worse than burnout. That just works. That turns into like complete change of direction. Yeah. Did I, did I, have I lived my life to this point or it's a pointless goal? Right. Mm -hmm. I just, this is not what I want to do. And you have to change do a 180. Well, how many, how many cornet players have you heard say that? <laughs> not everybody's happy with that choice. Everybody but it is true of, the, of, of things that people tell you you're supposed to want or supposed to like. You know, yeah. yeah. A lot of times, if you have success in one area when you're young, then people are like, well, you should go do that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we see a lot, we see a lot of this in music. Uh, we see stage parents all of the time. You know, where my little baby sounds great, so they should, you know, go do this. And the, right. the, the student is thinking, what if I don't want to do this? And yeah, sometimes yeah. get into the, I mean, I went to college with someone who got to their senior year and said, I don't want to do this. Right. At Eastman. Like, this was a highly yeah. successful person yeah. who then made a, made a deal with their parents and said, okay, finish that degree, and then we'll talk about what's next. And went and got an MBA afterwards. Sure. But it just sort of thought, well, I've been successful. I'm good. I guess I'm supposed to want this. Give it some thought. Mm -hmm. You should actually, you know, be going in a direction, either lifestyle, career, whatever it is that you want to go. And you do have a lot of say in that. Yeah. Um, one of my first trumpet majors here um, actually was the, the first one that came to school after I started here. His name is Joe Ekman. And we've talked about Dr. Joe yeah. Ekman on mm -hmm. the podcast before. And uh, Joe's dad, who also was Joe, Joe Sr., was a, a, just a great human being. Been gone a, a few years now. But... Joe was a really influential guy. He was a dentist, a doctor. And, and I remember him talking to me about young Joe coming to school here. And he said, look, you know, I'm a dentist. My son's going to go to school. He's going to go to, he's going to go to dental school. I, he's all set up. But essentially, he's going to take over the practice, which he did. Yeah. yeah. Right. All those things. But what was important to Joe senior was that I want him to study what he loves as an undergraduate. Right. And mm. that was music. I've never forgotten those conversations, you know, and it was so, you know, this is what he loves to do. This is his passion. And 
that's a take on education that is entirely healthy and wholesome, right? This is we so often we do the education to get the job. And so we're we're into these this construct of I have to do these things to get to this point. But man, isn't it great to look back and go, you know, also, I just want to do this because I love it and I'm gonna study it and I'm gonna it's gonna better me as a person and then I'll and then I'll figure it out as I go. Well, that this career is going to be my life. And so we're gonna train for that the whole time. There right. were two things when we were in the UK for the year um, when I was on sabbatical, there were two things that I found fascinating. The first one was that the level of investment of time and energy in hobbies that people in the UK have, oh. just like this unbelievable level, uh, which was, I mean, super impressive. And, and interesting. for a lot of people that is brass band. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of guys, yeah. People I was with was brass band, but even like, um, Sarah's uncles were um, super into these um, radio controlled gas powered cars mm. and like that consumed their free time. Um, and uh, so it was fascinating. And then my, her cousin said to me once, uh, he said, you got to understand, Brian, here um, or in the U.S., you live to work. Here mm. we work so we can live. Wow. And it's that perspective on what are what your career is. And it doesn't have to be everything you um, just you're consuming, you know, all, all passionate Somebody consu might consumption be of this. Like cycling, for track. example. For example. <laughs> for example, yeah. Right. So you have to have other things that you, you do. Um, but in terms of the music career, there's so much uh, ancillary stuff that you have to do every day to make it all work. Mm -hmm. That if you just, I like, I really like playing the trumpet. Okay, it's just not enough. You have to do yeah. You have to be willing to put up with all the other stuff. Right. I like what we have done, which has made it into competitive sport. <laughs> so I think we, we can agree that. that the trumpet is all about winning. <laughs> Completely <laughs> about winning. Yeah. Music is about winning. That's about winning. what keeps me passionate is right. the competition. <laughs> it's the winning. <laughs> <laughs> that fuels my <laughs> my passion for the trumpet. Trophies. Awesome. And certificates. And and for you, positions of influence. Yes. Oh, no. Please no more. <laughs> and again, why? $60 olds ambassador. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it has just led to the entire mess of the of the whole thing. I mean, think you about it. if your father didn't like Harry James as much, are you sitting where you are right now? Well, I can, you know, I feel this back <laughs> beyond that. My father, I think, liked Harry James because he was dating Betty Grable. This is really, <laughs> this is really what this whole thing is about, you know? Yeah. Well, I think this is, a, you know, it's a time of year when we've, we're confronting this stuff. We talked about the burnout thing and we, we've talked about this being passionate before and that a lot of people have written about this idea that it isn't enough. So I think it was good for us to kind of tackle this today and give our perspective on it for sure. Absolutely. All right, boys, time for no offense. Are you ever going to change that bumper? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. You told me a few weeks ago to never change that bumper. I know, but the more I think about it, I don't know. I don't listen to us that often, to be honest with you. Well, I mean. You think that one needs an update? I have gone back and listened recently. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, because, well, and, and the reason was I started to get these comments. Because I, I know we all feel comments about the thing. But more than once, I've gotten a comment recently that said, you, Joey, and that other guy. <laughs> and I thought, and I thought, maybe I should go back and listen to see if Brian's really holding up his end of the deal here, which I think he is. I think I'm not. In I defense know. of in defense of Brian, yeah. 
No, I don't Brian's think, doing great work. I don't think his passion for it comes through like uh, ours. I, I, yeah, I think Brian just needs to be more passionate, obviously. Because it's yeah. hanging out. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> even even digitally, he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> he doesn't want to hang. He doesn't digitally. even want to virtually hang. And I, I think maybe people are sensing that. But this has happened to me a couple times recently. You and Joey and that other guy. That is awesome. I love Isn't that. It? That makes me happy. I know. It's just what he wants. Anyway, look, if you're not backing up your passion with weapons-grade work ethic, you're doing it wrong. Be prepared that you know your love for the game may not be enough sometimes, and just be ready for that. Just go in with your eyes open. Absolutely. Find out what you want to do, find out what you really like, and then go, okay, if I want to be great at that, now what? Yeah, what has to happen? That's the next question. Not for just, sure. oh, that's cool, I'll do that. That is not <laughs> enough, ever. Yeah. Think ever. it through. I mean, if not... You're going to end up like us. <laughs> yeah, you say that like a warning, but I actually I think we're doing it. pretty well. I think we're doing fine, too. I yeah. mean, at least two of us are. Yeah. So <laughs> Nobody planned for this. I certainly didn't. didn't. I think those are pretty good odds, actually. Two of the three of us are succeeding. Come on. <laughs> I took a wrong turn somewhere. I ended up yeah. here. What's this, going on? Fair if, enough. If this were baseball, we'd be all, we'd be all stars. Yeah. Yeah you know, collectively. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and beware of that passion. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.